The drama of Holy Week continues in Matthew 26, verses 14 to 29. Did you hear these words? Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty pieces of silver. And from then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed hour is near. I'm going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were sad and began to say one after another, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he'd not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus said, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he'd given thanks, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he'd given thanks... He gave it to them and said, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Amen. Friends, everything changes at the table. Everything changes at the table. In the upper room as the disciples are gathered together to celebrate the Passover, the drama of Holy Week increases. The tension of Holy Week increases. The story turns from triumph to tragedy in the upper room as the disciples are seated at the table together. There must have been tension in that room. Judas looking for an opportune moment to portray Jesus. And Jesus knows it. Jesus knows what's going on in Judas' heart. He, he understands what's happening inside of him. And what strikes me here is that Jesus, with his betrayer sitting at the table, takes the bread and the cup. And he blesses and breaks and shares it with everyone. Even with Judas, the one who would betray him. Even with Peter, the one who would deny him. Even with James and John and Andrew and Philip and Nathaniel and all the rest of his disciples who would scatter and who would desert him. Jesus knew. Jesus knew. And yet he invited them all to partake. And there at the table some 2,000 years ago, Jesus offered himself for the sake of forgiveness and grace. 
forgiveness and grace for sins committed and even for those yet to be committed. Jesus knew what was to come. It was a betrayal, denial, abandonment, torture, and death. And yet, he offered freely to his disciples and he offers to us today that same grace. Everything changes at the table. And today Jesus offers himself to us knowing that we too will betray and deny and abandon him. Knowing that we, like the disciples, stand in need of forgiveness and grace, pardon for our sin and brokenness, that we might be made whole. And Jesus offers himself to us knowing our inconsistencies, knowing our bent towards sin, knowing that we don't love him with our whole heart, knowing that we will fail to be obedient, knowing that we will not do his law, that we will rebel against his love, knowing that we will not love our neighbors as ourselves, knowing that we won't hear the cry of the needy. But Jesus offers himself anyways. What could explain that? What would compel him at a table surrounded by betrayers and deniers and deserters to offer himself to them and to us? It's because God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Because God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. So Jesus offers himself to us to save us and to open up eternity for us. He offers himself to us that we might find freedom, that we might find hope, that we might find life, and that we then might share that same freedom, hope, and life with people we see every single day so that they might come to experience Jesus for themselves. Friends, everything can change at the table. Jesus knows you. He knows what you've done. He knows what I've done. He knows what you'll do. What we'll do. Both the beauty and the brokenness of who we are. And yet he invites us still to the table of his grace. Where he offers himself to us in the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the cup. Call it love, call it grace, call it hope, call it life. It's all offered to you here today. Not by me, not by a church, not by a denomination, but by Jesus Christ himself, who loved you, who loved us, even unto death. Everything can change at the table. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you that you turn our brokenness into beauty by the power of your grace. We thank you, God, that your mission was not to save a few of us or some of us, but to save all of us, Lord. And we pray today that we would accept your gift of grace and peace and that we would bear that same grace and peace out into the world 
that the whole world might come to know your love. Almighty God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this table. Prepare us to receive Holy Communion. This we pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior and our Lord. Amen.